0: So here's the backstory of this show, Stretch Too Thin. And I'm kind of chuckling because (laughs) it seems to be this kind of pattern throughout the past three years of See Here Love that we talk a lot about being maxed out, stretched, you know, stretched too thin, stressed out. Uh, Can women do it all? Should do it all? And for some of you who are tracking or have been tracking with me that long, you're probably like, Mel, get it together. (laughs) Because you're always talking about being maxed out. And I'll be honest, yes, a lot of my life has been maxed out. I'm trying to be better, to do a little bit more self-care, take some breaks. So yes, for all of you who write me and say, Mel, you need to take a break, I'm listening. But the reason why we did this show is that this amazing author and speaker, Jessica Turner, was up in Canada, and she wrote this really awesome book called Stretch Too Thin for working moms on losing the guilt thriving and working smarter. And it was really inspiring because I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And some of the things that she said were just great. It's like, you know what? If you're so stressed out of having a clean home every day, but you're missing out on great family moments, then your priorities are all wrong. Let the house be dirty as you create memories and good quality time with your family. Make sure you invest in your marriage, make sure you invest in yourself and friendships. is really good. It's like, we wanna be superwoman, um, but then we feel guilty that we're not doing everything 100%. And then there's this bad cycle and I've lived it. It's like, I wanna do everything like 200%, but you can't because one thing is gonna be dropped, you're gonna be exhausted and then you're not gonna be good at anything because you're just too tired to do it all. And so, really, I think why this show came about is that I needed to learn how to prioritize, how to say no, when to say yes, and put some boundaries up. And as you get older, you know, you think that you should learn and know better. But in my stage and age now, it's really hard. And it's funny because I always laugh because all the millennials and stuff are like, in the, you know, the day it was all about FOMO, fear of missing out. And I have these traces of it. So because of that, I want to do everything. Well, that's not healthy, and especially when you have a husband who does not care about that stuff, and he's just like, I will say no to things. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to say no to this great party? Uh, but that's, I think, the part of growing up and being healthy and realizing that God has given you giftings and only a certain amount of time in a day to do what you need to do, and so maxing out is not the thing. All that to say, in this uh, show, which is great with some amazing women, we talk about what maxes us out, if we took out one stressor, uh, what would that be to help us thrive, and what are things that we're doing to help us as busy moms and career women uh, to do our lives well, to do the best that we can, serving God, serving others, loving God, loving ourselves and loving others the best way that we can. So a huge shout out to Jessica Turner, a huge shout out to Um, Andrea and Trish and Dr. Mary and Judith for being on the show and sharing so honestly about their (laughs) stressful lives and why they're overwhelmed, but also what they're doing um, to be healthy and to really serve and live out the purpose of what God has for them. So that is the backstory of this show. Have you ever felt stretched, overwhelmed, and exhausted by life? Are you stressed out by your work, family responsibilities, and just life in general? Are the demands and expectations you've put on yourself and, yes, others just too much? Well, if you said yes to any of these, then it's time you take a breath, grab your favorite smoothie, chai to your dark roast coffee, snuggle into your favorite blanket, and join us as we share our stories on how to lose the guilt, work smarter, and thrive. That's coming up on See, Here Love.
1: You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone,
2: you're fully known, you are loved by
0: God. Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and I'm so glad that you've joined us. And I hope you've grabbed your favorite chai tea, your dark roast coffee, and your tea, and you are snuggled up in a blanket because this is going to be a great show and especially with these women that i have with me who are going to talk to us all about their stressed out lives and how you are managing it i love how you're clapping my stressed <laughs> okay. out and overwhelming life
3: <laughs> welcome out. the word stressed out but anyway That's welcome exciting.
0: and i'm so glad because that takes courage to be able to really be authentic yeah. and honest mm-hmm. about your life so yeah. i want to do some introductions first of all i have judith welcome judith mccartney so you are a mom to yeah. two kids yeah. one in uni- both in university? Uh, one just finished, okay. and the other one's finishing up. Okay, yeah. you're a pastor. You've just co-founded a not-for-profit. You just completed your master's. You're an empty nester, but you are yes. busy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm and also- a wife, and a wife to call. Yes,
4: and I'm also working on my ordination. So oh.
0: <laughs> today's topic is very relevant for me, yeah. Good, well, welcome. Thank so you. glad that you're with us. Good to be here. Good, okay, beside you, Andrea Schwartz. Yeah. Mom to two teens, God bless you. Yes. That needs a lot of prayers. Yes, it does. A seven year old yep. and you're a pharmaceutical executive who yep. travels a lot for work. Correct. So yep. you are busy Very too. busy, yes. Wow. The teenager thing I have, like I get, because yes. I have now a 13 year old and a 15 year old okay. and that's a whole new season. It is. So I, I feel you, sister. Yep, it's a lot. <laughs> All right, good. Welcome as well. Thank you. All right, Trish Herrera. Okay, a one year old a three-year-old, yeah. a five-year-old, <laughs> and, one on the way. and a one on the way, <laughs> yeah. and you are a teacher and an artist. Yeah. You sound
5: extremely busy. It's, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a different busy. Um, I feel maybe that I'm less busy now hearing those introductions, but. Really? <laughs> yeah, busy with different things.
0: <laughs> yeah, lots yeah. of kids, but I'm yeah. glad that you're here with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you so
5: much. Thank you so much. And Dr. Mary
0: Lynn welcome thank you mom psychologist launching a new podcast you've got adult well you're uh you have a daughter working adult children and you're launching a new podcast and a new book is that Mm -hmm. coming up too so you are very busy as well yeah so you guys have a lot to say i know about being stressed overwhelmed and stretched to Mm -hmm. the max Mm -hmm. all right well i want to just ask this before we get into news and views but talking about moms and everything favorite part of being a mom what would you say favorite part of being a mom
4: Growth, seeing growth in my kids. Yeah. And also seeing growth in myself because uh, there's a real swing that goes on Mm -hmm. uh, in every season change.
3: Yeah. So growth, that's good. Mm -hmm. I love seeing who my kids have grown up and will continue to grow up to be. I mean, you Mm -hmm. get the little gift of these little tiny bundles and you have all your dreams and desires and thoughts and, you know, some of them healthy, some of them less healthy. And as I've learned to let go and just seeing what the Lord does in their life and just who they become, uh, and, and and for me having to intentionally actually enjoy every aspect of it because yeah. you know the growing Absolutely. cannot always be that comfortable. Yeah. That's good. And it be tension in it too. See who they're becoming. Yeah.
0: For me, I
6: love. Um, I have three kids, as you know, and. Um, just how each one is unique and each one is very different and uh, it's just a privilege to be their mom and watch them grow up and see the people Mm -hmm. they become Mm -hmm. and you know they start off one way but they end up another and it's
5: just a joy to watch the journey and go along with them so I love it. Agreed. I think I would echo these things I mean I don't have teenagers so I don't know what that looks like yet but I do have this sense that I'm part of this very beautiful creative activity of God. Mm. Oh, that's nice. When you're you're pregnant you're just participating with his vision and it's an honor. So I just, I'm thankful for that. That's good. And I would agree with all of you, I think
0: seeing, you know, when I met, you know, my bonus kids, stepkids, and then yeah. seeing them grow, and what that looks like for a blended family, there's been a lot of growth in me. Mm-hmm. I think kids, um, I love being a mom because it's actually not just seeing them grow, but also seeing me grow. Absolutely. And sure. seeing my husband, Chris, grow with them, mm-hmm. which has been good. So yeah. thank you, Lo- awesome thoughts. Yeah. Well, let's go to our news and views really quickly. I wanna just share a few things and then get your thoughts about this news and views today. Okay. okay. So in this 2019 article from the Kinsey and & Company and leanin.org, Women in the Workplace, The report found that women with a partner and children are five and a half times more likely than their male counterparts to do all or most of the household work, (laughs) even when the women are the primary breadwinners. Uh huh. Wow. wow. Yeah.
3: Controversy. Yes. <laughs> and in the New York, I know. This? And in the New York Times article from
0: twenty eighteen, this is just. I'm gonna. There's a stre- It's called. There's a stress gap between men and women. Uh-huh. Here's why it's important. It States the problem is housework is often overlooked as work, even though it's often as laborious, or in some cases more so, as any paid job. And women also carry a lot of emotional labor, which goes unnoticed, which can cause chronic stress, anxiety, and heart health. Mm. Right. Yes. Initial thoughts, because that is actually a report that's news. Hmm. And as moms, what are your thoughts about that? So that you actually carry most of the household work mm-hmm. and you also carry a lot more emotional labor that goes unnoticed. Things yeah. that
3: are just things assumed mm-hmm. that you should do. Yeah. Initial thoughts. I mean, I, I, I joke about with my husband and I'll say like, do you notice the shampoo has miraculously appeared yeah. <laughs> after the other one was over? Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think in my family, my husband intentionally wants to do less in the house he just doesn't notice mm-hmm. and I notice things and I want to get them done and I want to get them done now mm-hmm. so I can either nag him or tell him and ask him to do it or I can do it myself yeah. yeah and the things that matter to me are very different from what things that matter to him he's very focused on the outside wants to make sure everything works properly whereas for me it's about the home the environment uh, the food that we feed each other yeah. the the relational yeah. times the connections it's so I hear. do you agree with
0: let me uh, do you agree with this stat? yeah, uh,
3: yeah? I agree
0: okay. with
4: it and I think there's been generational gender roles mm-hmm. uh, but in this generation I'm seeing with my husband and friends and my children that it's more of a communal yeah. a communal um, act mm-hmm. in the household who who wants to do what So real partnership yeah, yeah. we do it as a community yeah. now right. it's and, changed yeah, yeah.
6: So mm-hmm. I have a That's bit of true. a unique situation because um, my husband actually uh, works for the city of Toronto. as a firefighter and he does shift work. So he's home a lot. I'm oh. so blessed. Mm-hmm. But even with his help and support, um, I still struggle and feel stretched too thin, and it's more on the emotional side, and she, talks, like about, labor. she yeah. talks about the mental load a lot, mm-hmm, and yeah. that mental load, so sometimes I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll be having one of those days, and it's just, everything's going on in my head, all the things you have to yeah. do, and my husband just says, like, just tell me, like, what, what's going on? Like, yeah. what, w- what do we need to get done? <laughs> yeah. And I, if I sit down yeah. and take the time to do
5: it? It has to be true. You hear a lot about the mental load of yeah. mother- oh, yeah. motherhood. I think, too, we're just able to, Mentally multitask so much, so I don't think it's necessarily that men don't care; they don't want to help. It's just those all of those details mm-hmm. are not swirling around my That's husband's head right. yeah. in the same way they are swirling yeah. around mine. So yeah. I can communicate mm. what I'd love him to help me with, and he does yeah. really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I think that I'm invincible and I can just do all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I've lived the the crashing of what that looks like. It just explodes, I find.
6: I
0: think it's just once a month, I'm like, yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. these These are are good thoughts. we got lots (laughs) more. We have lots more. (laughs) But when we come back, we're going to talk about our own stories of feeling overwhelmed, stretched too thin, stressed at home, and work in our relationships. And Mm -hmm. the things we are doing or hoping to do to help us manage our stress. That's what we're going to talk about. But first, I'm so thankful for this woman, Jessica Turner, who wrote this book, Stretched Too Thin, How Working Moms Can Lose the Guilt work smarter and thrive, and who came to our studios to encourage us. That's coming up.
1: Why do moms put so much pressure on themselves?
2: You know, I think so often we, think about what we should be doing based on what we're seeing on social media and what we see other families doing. And just because that's good for that family that weekend or in that season doesn't mean it's the right thing for you to do right now. And I think that can be hard. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves based on the highlight reels we're seeing from other people's lives instead of what really makes sense for our own families. How do you lose the guilt of time between work and family? I don't think that we should feel guilty for working. Uh, it is what the majority of moms today do is work is bring in an income for their families it's necessary and so I don't think it's something that we should feel guilty of I think that we should feel proud that we're contributing to our families in that way that we're using our giftings and talents that way I know for me I'm a better mom when I'm away from my kids for a few hours every day and doing something that really lights me up but I'm not able to use those same giftings at home and so I don't think that's something that we should feel guilty for I think it's something that we should be proud of about our strength and our ability to contribute to our families in that way how do you maintain a balanced life I don't think balance is really a thing Mark Kelly um, writes in his book that really we should look at life as having satisfaction mm. instead of balance mm. and that has been a really good word for me to think about. Am I satisfied in my work, and how I'm contributing to my family, in our family life, in my marriage, and how I'm taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. And If I'm satisfied in all of those things, even if those things time-wise might be not balanced, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Now, if we're feeling unsatisfied in one of those areas, whether it's that we're not satisfied in our work or we're really feeling overwhelmed at home or we're feeling like we're not getting enough time with our kids or our marriage has kind of been on autopilot, well, then that's time for us to say, you know what, maybe we should be doing something different.
1: How do you overcome perfectionism?
2: Right? I think we put a lot of unnecessary pressure on ourselves to do everything. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have to do everything. You know, my sister played volleyball and I promise you that she doesn't remember what game my mom's my mom was at and what game she wasn't. She doesn't remember. Like but what she remembers is a mom who was present, yeah. right? And I think that's true for whatever the thing is that your kid is doing that you don't necessarily have to be at everything to be a good mom.
1: Check out the See Here Love podcast and get the backstory. Good job get the inside scoop on real issues and real answers on common challenges we all face in relationships and in life. Find See Here Love on Apple Podcasts.
0: Well, we're back with these amazing women talking about our stressful lives and feeling overwhelmed, but also I know later on we're going to talk about tips on how to manage our stress. So let's start with Mary. Mm -hmm. We're going to run through really quickly. Give me a quick snapshot of what a typical overwhelming or, or max day looks like for you. Okay, well, that's
3: yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I woke up uh, too early because I'm still on jet lag from our trip. Um, Tried to be, like, really spiritual and read my Bible and all that. I have to admit, it was probably done on the run. Uh, And I got myself to my office. And I basically had back-to-back appointments, supervision, seeing clients. Um, And then at the end of the day, I had a dinner uh, organized for my my birthday, and I ended up running late for that because I got trapped behind this gate that wouldn't open for me. So all of that is creating stress (laughs) Stress for me. It's not that I wasn't managing it, it was the thought that there was people waiting for me, I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm disappointing them, Mm -hmm. the inner dialogue that does it. End up after dinner, coming home, husband's home after his meeting, and he's like, oh, and he wants to talk about how my day was. And I'm like, um, I'm in middle of trying to write some notes here. Um, can we talk later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all that to say, it was a, a day that I felt my mind was whirling. I was able to get through the day, but I didn't feel like I had any pockets of time to just even think about the day.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like
3: uh, a bit of like sort of like um, you time or some margins
0: in it. It was yeah. just like go, 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 go. Yeah. With work and things. Mm-hmm. Work and party, but also. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seehearlove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show.
5: All right, Trish. Wow. Typical day. Typical day. Um, My husband's up with the kids. He lets me sleep a little bit because I'm pregnant um we're doing breakfast and trying to get toddlers dressed (laughs) is enough to put me into a Mm -hmm. stressful spin um get them all fed and snow gear on oh yeah (laughs) yeah. out the door buckling them into the car they're crying the one-year-old doesn't want to sit in the car seat (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we're going to drop off my eldest at school and then we're always off to some sort of play event um Back home for naps, lunch, pick child up from uh, bus stop, dinner, bath, bedtime. Wow. And I'm spent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. So again, no margins for you. Sometimes I can cover them out. But on a typical day, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Wow. Yeah. Whew,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, that made me like stressed out a little bit there. No, I'm getting stressed listening thing it. Andrea. To um,
6: so again, <laughs> exactly. I think my situation's unique mm-hmm. because my husband is does shift work. Mm-hmm. So every week's different and I travel a lot and my schedule is different every week. So there's a lot of coordination that goes on on the weekends to plan for the week. Mm-hmm. And it adds a lot of stress. You know, who's gonna take care of the kids in the morning? Who's gonna mm-hmm. feed them, get them to bed? Um, so from that perspective, no day is ever the same. And, um, you know, some days Mm -hmm. I'm there, some days he's there, some days neither of us are there. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of coordination. Yeah, Yeah. like one day day at a time, right? right? Yeah, good, Andrea. Okay, Judith.
4: Okay, my life consists of me, staff, congregants, events, my church runs out of my house, so I am a professional oh cleaner. Yes. Wow. Uh, but let me tell you something. What gets me usually is uh, the mental stress of not fulfilling the ideal that I have. Mm. So the ideal is wake up, work out, eat smart, meditation, my time with God, and then I go into my work, workplace. Okay, wow. it's hard to do. Yeah, I because bet. Because <laughs> my list is probably... Full of 20 to 30 things to do a day Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are like that but I'm a high achiever and I have many things to do so it's a lot sometimes a lot of responsibility yeah responsibility
0: for people I agree and it sounds like that's all of us there's a lot of responsibility that we have responsibility for ourselves but it sounds like all of us have a lot of output Mm -hmm. for responsibility of people okay quickly what would you say is the biggest stress in your life currently and if I remove that stress what would your life look like Mm -hmm. what is the biggest stressor Mm-hmm. biggest stressor my house House. It's definitely my house. So cleaning yeah just keeping
6: just, up it's not only that but it's the food, it's the shopping it's court I mean, and I I'm the type of person that I need my house to have order it's not it's more for my mental health than anybody else's because yeah. mm-hmm. I think my husband and the kids can kind of let it go but for me mm-hmm. it's hard to function I can't I'm just like I need I just need sanity I need yeah. clarity mm-hmm. and my house is my biggest stress I think and it's probably the lowest on.
3: The The
0: priority, yeah. yeah. Interesting, Jessica Turner, the author who wrote this book, she Mm -hmm. said one of the things to help us sort of, you know, manage our life is to create a home that we love. And a lot of times (laughs) a home is not what we love because it's all this responsibility, but we have to find those places to love it and not worry about the... It has to be spotless and clean, but yeah. that it's actually
5: more about the love of family within mm. it. So Absolutely. I totally get it. yeah. Stressor, and if yeah. you have an organized home, I think I would say the same thing. Yeah. It makes you more efficient. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you have more time because you yeah. know where everything is and you have a plan. I would say right now and yeah. Yeah. today, yeah. that's yeah. my yeah.
0: biggest yeah. stress. So stressor you is home, Mary? Yeah. yeah.
3: It's my own head. I agree. I was going to say, I am such a social perfectionist, Mm -hmm. which means I want to handle every relationship, every social interaction Mm -hmm. perfectly. Mm -hmm. And you know the needs are greater than what I can provide, and I just naturally like to help people. Mm So for me, the yeah. biggest stress is wrestling in my head. Should I do this thing? Should I do not, that? Oh, should I call yeah. this, or should I answer this? And who am I gonna pay attention to yeah. and minister to?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's yes. good. So <laughs> home <laughs> and then my one. own head and making those sort of like priorities of who yeah. should I connect with and what. Oh, yeah. that's good. I would agree with that for me too. Judith.
4: We're empty nesters. Yeah. Our home is in order.
0: Nice. Praise God.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but. Is that what I, happens when you're an empty I master? know. It's <laughs> really, said, now it's really it cool. It's really yeah. cool. I can so walk
4: down <laughs> the stairs and look in my living room and say, <laughs> just wow, That's awesome. how you left it, right? <laughs> that is it's how you left it. Nice. Right. I'm with you, Mary. Yeah. It's the mental boxes. Yeah. I have too many. We all do. Okay, yeah. we I'm all grateful too. for my husband. He's my number one champion yeah. and the number one organizer of all the boxes in my head. Oh, that's wonderful. And he'll help me. Yeah. He gives me clarity on that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. So that's mm-hmm. good. So a lot about like physical, like the home and space, but mm-hmm. also what's in our head. Because right. I would say that too. I'm constantly thinking Absolutely. and I can't take a break from a lot of times what's happening yep. in my head, the things yeah. I'm yep. thinking. Agree. You know, and all the that's things I have to do. Me up at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's me why too. I can't sleep at night. That's why I'm working true, at night. Is you know. my staff are like, Yep, yep. you're sending you emails to way too late. Shut I know, it down. I know down. shut it down. Okay. Those are good things and honest things, so thank you. So what do you think you need to do to lose the guilt of not being the superwoman of the world? One of the things I've been hearing a lot is women carry a lot of guilt that they're not doing things 100%. -hmm. What do you think it would take for you to lose that guilt of saying, I don't have to be perfect?
3: Well, I reassure myself by saying, if I were perfect, my kids wouldn't need God. (laughs) So to give myself grace to just be human, that in fact in my Humanity and in my less than, mm-hmm. uh, they actually need God. So, and I have to regularly talk myself through it because I do secretly believe I'm mini Holy Spirit and somehow <laughs> I'm supposed to do that. I'm here to convict you. Yeah. Um, so I think for me that has been really having to let go of that right. and it's and I'm aware that I feel guilty but I also have to recognize that guilt comes from my own internal insecurities and fears okay. and it's not actually real yeah and it's also a lie the enemy trying to keep me in this place of feeling trapped that I have no choice but to right mm-hmm. yeah
0: just what you say you're
3: thinking I can just see thinking, that thinking I'm like what were they exact How do how would you, how would you lose question? the guilt
0: How do you lose guilt of not being 100% right on
5: everything and perfect? Well, I'm so guilty of living that and feeling the repercussions. So I think that where God has led me is what you said is identity, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like my identity is that I'm a child of God and I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I need God's like endless resources of wisdom and Mm -hmm. strength just feeling like I can nestle up to the Lord Mm -hmm. um, and let Him guide me. Mm -hmm. So really, for me, it's intimacy with God and the Holy Spirit. Um, that's what mm. allows me to let go of my high, incredibly high standards for yeah. everything that I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. Because I yeah. think that's where we're talking about is that we, we a lot of women and men feel mm-hmm. guilty for not being like the best parent, sometimes yeah. the best employee, mm-hmm. you know, the best person at the church. And so best, friend to best friend. Or best friend, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah Andrew, yeah. what you say?
6: I, I try to figure out where the guilt's coming from right like if I I talk to a lot of women I coach a lot of women and a lot of times I think we're our own worst enemies and mm-hmm. we're always looking outward at how other women are doing it but you don't know their story you don't know what's going on yeah. so for me it's you know you try your best and um, you really have to you really have to take care of yourself and I mm-hmm. think we don't do a, a good job at doing that but yeah. it's where's that guilt coming from yeah. Yeah. because there is an underlying root of it mm-hmm. and you know God's created us the way we are and we are are imperfect mm-hmm. mothers and perfect people but we are the perfect mothers to the mm-hmm. children that we've been given so yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Um, the way I've been looking at it
4: lately is um, thinking about what is my sacred legacy what am I leaving behind mm-hmm. and I want it to be health spiritual health mm-hmm. um, personal health I have congregants, I have my children, I have my staff, and what I'm modeling has to be sacred because I want this to go on from generations or, yeah, Mm -hmm. from from me into other generations, and I I want to leave that legacy of health. Mm -hmm. I don't want my kids to model a mom Mm -hmm.
0: that is a high achiever and has to be perfect, Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. That's good, good. Mm-hmm. you know I, I love those thoughts and I, if I was going to do sort of my own thought about it you know I, I do feel guilty that mm. I'm not being a good wife to Chris or that I'm failing at this whole blended family thing yeah. and that I have not called some friends in a while and I think it is that part of being like I gotta just be okay like right. I cannot be yeah. all things to all people yeah. and somehow women tend to take that on and I yeah. think the biggest thing that you're saying is that you know with God and, and a great spouse or being honest with you know yourself and with friends mm. it, there's some good accountability with that that's mm-hmm. like it's okay mm-hmm. last thought just about faith in Jesus because I think that you know we we want to lose the guilt we want to thrive mm-hmm. we want to work smarter all those things but how does Jesus help you in when life is stress stressful when you're maxed out when you're stretched mm-hmm. too thin mm-hmm. how does practically the relationship with Jesus help you in that.
3: Well, I what love say? what Trish said about the intimacy in the relationship. And I think if, if I can really know who I am mm-hmm. as his daughter, and not just like generically daughter, but like uniquely daughter, mm-hmm. how has he wired me? If I have that level of self-awareness, I know how he's wired me, I know what I'm passionate about. I know the things that I'm good at doing. Yeah. If I can use those filters, with his voice speaking through that, to make decisions about what I will and won't do, then I feel like he's gonna be able to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, yes. good.
5: Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: The center of everything for me is
4: Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if that gives me peace, that really helps center me in my busiest days and in the days that I'm just having a difficult day. Mm-hmm. I have to see that as my center. And that's what gets me through. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Good. For me it's just I know you know when I come home at the end of the day and I've been all on at work and mm-hmm. very intentional mm-hmm. and I get home and I'm exhausted and I don't have much to give. I take a few moments in my car and I just pray, God, help me to be intentional and give me the grace when I walk through that door to be that same person I am at work or at church or with my friends. And that's what really grounds me Um, because I think as, you know, busy working moms, um, we have a lot going on. We need to be really intentional when we walk through that door. It's our number one priority, right? So, and I think we forget that. So I'm, I'm constantly, when I'm having those days, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can walk through that door. There's so much to do. My my brain's going, the mental mm-hmm. load's going. Yeah. It's just, I take a moment and just breathe and walk through the door.
0: Yeah,
6: yeah. That's so
5: yeah. nice. I like that. Yeah, I think sometimes as women we feel like we're in charge and we're responsible for yeah. everything. <laughs> and it's, it's actually not true, mm-hmm. like yeah. God's in charge, God yeah. is responsible, we uh, submit ourselves to him and it's his amazing plan that we yeah. get to live. Yeah. Um, so the weight l- is lifted yes. yeah. and then we can enjoy our lives as we follow him and instead of just worrying about being um, perfect. Our own gods, our yeah. own little yeah. gods.
0: That we're not supposed to be the savior messiah for no. everybody. No. That's right. Yeah. It's not Somebody our job. else has that job. I don't know I was <laughs> <into it. laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank right. goodness, right? Thank God. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for your thoughts. I loved those. Well, let's go to co-host and Bible teacher Joanna now, as she shares from Mark 1, 35 to 38, as she points us to the example of Jesus and how he lived his life with intention mm-hmm. and purpose and rest.
1: Thanks, Mal. This episode, an important conversation about being stretched too thin, trying to balance ourselves and give ourselves permission, really, to care for ourselves so that we can care for other people. It's an important conversation, and I think especially for women, it's not something that we're quick to do because there's a lot of other people, especially if you're a mom, there's so many other people who are relying on you to care for them. It was no different for Jesus. He had the same situation. He wasn't a mother, but in many ways he was caring for all of these people around him, and they expected things from him, and they were looking for things for him. And in Mark chapter one, It shows how Jesus handled this. In verse 35, it said, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. And Jesus replied, Let's go somewhere else, to the nearby village, so I can preach there also. That's why I've come. I love this. Jesus sneaks away early in the morning, is finding time to pray and be alone with the Father. He intentionally leaves the group. So much so that they don't even know where he is. They're frantically looking for him. And then he's not swayed or persuaded by this everybody needs something from you information that he receives. He says, Okay. Well, that's fine, but I know what I need to do. I know what I'm called to do in my life. I know exactly why I'm here, and I need to go on to the next town. That's the kind of clarity you get when you spend time alone with the Lord, when you are sure of who you are in your identity in him, because you've actually spent time taking care of your relationship with him. I know in a season of burnout in my life, that was one of the first things that I identified that was the problem. I had no downtime with the Lord, no time to be resting and quiet and alone. So I hope this whole conversation that we're having on the show today is encouraging you that it is important and not selfish to be clear about the kind of things you need to take care of yourself so that then you can go out and take care of others, just like Jesus.
0: Back to you, Mal. Well, thank you so much, Joanna, for your thoughts from the good word. And thank you, Mary, Trish, Andrea, and Judith for your thoughts as well. And I I must say this, I was really honored to sit with you and listen Mm -hmm. and thank you for your honesty about your life. And I'll be cheering you on and praying for you. Thank Thank you. You You are doing such great work in your family and in the places that you influence. So thank you for your presence in the world and with me now. So you guys will definitely have to come back. Promise? I promise. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. And to you, our viewers and listeners, all I can say is this. If you're feeling stretched, maxed out, and overwhelmed, make some good decisions for yourself. Like this. Make self-care a priority. Say no to more things that aren't really that important. Say yes to things that are life-giving and fun. Surround yourself with healthy, life-giving people and make sure that every day you're connecting with God. Talk to Him, be quiet with Him, and ask Him for help and guidance. And always know, as you live this life, you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye.